With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. You can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Relax. I'm Colleen Ballinger. And I am her common law husband. Common law. What does that mean? That sounds exactly. very um, strange. I don't that know. That sounds very I, legal. I think it's uh, I think it's just law that also happens to be pretty common. Okay. I like that. Uh, relax is a podcast uh, where Eric and I just sit and talk about whatever we want to talk about. And it's whatever you want it to be. It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. So today we're excited about this episode. We have a lot of fun things to talk about. But first and foremost, and most importantly, who needs to relax this week, lovey? I always go first. Okay, fine. Uh, you know what I think needs to relax? There's this trend that I've seen a couple of times on TikTok where people go into detail on things that um, don't make sense no matter how you explain it to them. For example, buoyancy, like a boat, like how does a big cruise ship float? Makes no sense. Doesn't matter how you explain it, the science of it doesn't make sense. And there's lots of things, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. It's it's invisible. Where is it? What is happening? Who's questioning buoyancy and Wi-Fi? Just live live your life. Me. Let it go. And uh, so anyway, my, I do not think I, my brain needs to relax because now I think about these things all the time. And the most recent one I've been obsessed with is we just got little baby caterpillars because Flynn really likes this caterpillar book. So we have these little baby caterpillars that are going to grow and then they become, they build a cocoon or a chrysalis and then they're going to turn into a butterfly, right? Okay. okay. Sounds like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do. Because I've researched this so many times and it makes no freaking sense. What so it? the caterpillar makes the cocoon, uh-huh. turns into goo inside that chrysalis is goo. It turns into like a liquid. And then it two days later comes out as a butterfly with beautiful like designs and colors like and legs. And I, what do you mean? That makes, there's no, I've watched so many videos on this trying to understand it. It makes no sense. Surely someone's like uh, stuck a camera in there, like a little microscopic they, camera, they, yes. and watched it happen. Well, over you can't see. Is it two days? It's it goes, well, it depends on the type of caterpillar. It depends on the type of cocoon. It depends on all the things. But it's it's it doesn't make sense. I've watched it so many times in like an X-ray vision type camera on YouTube. There's videos of this. It it just is magic. It doesn't make any sense. And now my brain, I just want my brain to relax. Because there's now there's all these things like the cloud. What do you mean? What do you mean the cloud? It's, well, it's like server storage. What, where is it? Probably in the, in the Bay Area. What do you mean? No, what does this mean? This this cloud. It's like server space. No, explain it. It makes no. There's things that make. There's well, I don't, no. I don't have to. But it doesn't make any sense. Where is this cloud? Where's my pictures are just in the sky? This cloud. Someone right now mean? is like screaming at their phone or computer that studies butterflies for a living. You idiot. Also. The universe. Oh. Does this, if for, it goes forever, we don't know. What do you mean? I don't get it. Keep it together. It hurts love. my brain. You're, it, lo- you're unraveling live on this I'm podcast. I'm saying it needs to relax. All these, there's all these little things like this that I'm like, this makes no sense. I don't get it. How this doesn't make any sense. The ramblings of a bad person. 
Okay. You should be in a straight jacket. Then explain any of the things I just mentioned to you. Explain any of Why them. Why don't you scribble it on the walls of your padded room okay. instead? Okay. You know what? You need to relax. Answers. What <laughs> needs to relax for you today, lovey? I don't I, I was going to talk about my own breath and wearing what? a mask. <laughs> I, not, it's, I don't think it's particularly bad. Okay. No. Talk, yeah. I mean... It depends, but it depends on what we ate. Like it would be right. equally yeah. or bad. I don't think I have like halitosis. Or I, I don't have bad breath, like particularly bad breath, but like living inside this mask alone, mm. breathing my own air over and over again for a year, it's it's kind of starting to like, it's, it's very specific. I know what you're not, talking again, about. Again, not bad smell, but like I really don't, I, know what you're I talking really about. don't like it. And it, it's kind of at this point, a year into this, makes me like a little bit like almost. Like sick. Like a little bit sick. A little triggered. A little tr- triggered nausea. Yeah. So I was going to talk about that. I was going to I was going to relax my own breath, I guess. Um, but then I but then before this, I opened the fridge and I I like to put my like what I think are medical conditions onto this podcast to see if anyone else can relate. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a very specific d- disorder that I can only describe as ketchup blindness. Mm-hmm. To whereas that is when I open the fridge looking for ketchup, mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't yeah. know where it is, and it could be right in front of me, and I'll have to get you to say where's the ketchup. And it'll be right there. Mm-hmm. But I had been staring in the fridge for m- minutes. Right. Yeah. And it's not there. I have really bad news for you. Explain that to me. I have really bad news for you, love. Are you constantly just hiding the ketchup around? No, it's not just ketchup. You do it with everything. Anytime I have fridge you, blindness? You have fridge blindness. Every time you open the fridge, I feel like you call to me and you're like, where's the mayonnaise? There's no mayonnaise <laughs> in here. Where's where's the deli meat? Uh, like, I should also note that our fridge organizational skills... Mm, it's full Below of... Low average. Uh, definitely. The yeah. lowest of the totem pole and also like full of leftovers that we never... We've never... I've never seen you eat a leftover. I know personally I've never eaten a leftover. No. But we always put them in the fridge. Uh, just in case, yeah. Just in case one day... Yeah, I don't know. A miracle will happen and one of us will... We've never we eaten have, a leftover. We have own Tupperware that... T- don't... But this- only exists to put these leftovers in the fridge to then weeks if not months later... Clean them out. I don't know what this face is, because but I'm going to continue talking. I am well, what are you doing with what this Tupperware? You, wait, what are you calling it? <laughs> are you being You're joking. You've seen this online. You've seen this online. Are you being serious? You, there's I another say, podcast. There's another oh, I podcast. Can't, I can't get into another and one. I'm of these. so sorry. I don't know anyone famous. I don't know anything. I'm really stupid when it comes to pop culture and famous people. So, but they're they're famous. There's these famous people. I'm assuming they're famous. They have a popular podcast, and this clip has gone viral of them. I've seen it everywhere. On TikTok, on Twitter. Oh, it's already a thing? Yeah, yeah it's already... Th- no, say say that word. Tupperware? Lovey, oh no. Is it Tupperware? Yes! With a P? I thought this man was the only man on the planet who thought it was Tupperware. I thought you'd seen this clip of this guy. Well, they're tubs. It's Tupperware. But they're... But they are tubs. Do you know what a tub is? Uh, it's not a tiny A basin plastic. that holds old food? <laughs> okay. Is it Tupperware with a P? It's Tupperware. But this is a viral thing from another... I've, there's another podcast where these two guys are talking and this oh. guy says something about Tupperware. Yeah, he I must have heard out. it there. You really thought it was Tupperware. Is this a universal thing? Because now my mind is blown because I thought it was just this I, one guy I who still, pronounced it wrong. First of all, I still believe that it's Tupperware and will continue to say Tupperware. I, this is, I've never this said is, Tupperware. That's very strange. This is me. worth me pulling it up. Okay, I have found the clip so you can listen. This clip has gone viral and I, I think it's so funny. I love it. So it's these two guys, I still don't know who they are, arguing about Tupperware, okay? No. That is legit the same Tupperware I give my five-year-old daughter for school every day. What are you saying? Say, I, say it again. Tupperware? Say it again. Slow. Tupperware? Slow. Very slow. Say, first, say the first syllable. Tub. Wrong. 
What do you mean wrong? I thought I caught that. You're throwing, bee, you're throwing bees at me. It's what bee, is that? peas, babe. What are you talking about? Tupperware. Tupper. It's Tupper? It's Tupper, babe. It always has been, always will be. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? Pimp that it was Tupper? I thought it was Tupperware because yeah. it kind of looks recent? like a tub. Yeah, I think you know, so. February. That makes total sense. Yeah. So you're no. saying my whole life, I have a clinical doctor degree in physical therapy. Yeah. I've been walking up to people <laughs> and saying, do you have Tupperware? Tupperware. Or can I take that home and some Tupperware? Yeah, yeah. Tupper. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I've seen that clip a bunch. So I thought you had seen that. Wow. I think you should be more confident with it and just <laughs> just own it. And that just, you just, just own it. Yeah, claim uh, that it should be Tupperware and not Tupperware. I'm a little bit shaken now. Um, <laughs> any case, I can't find the ketchup. <laughs> I think if that is a universal. Ketchup, I, I feel like I get great. that way too. When I open the fridge, I can never find what I'm looking for. But it, my problem is more. An but 80- it's right there, and I don't see it. Like it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right in front of your face. My issue is that I open the fridge and I forget what I was looking for. Like I will open the fridge and be like, I are, like I'll be like, I need to get the ketchup. I as I am opening the fridge door, the thought has lost, is gone from my mind, and I'm like, I don't know what I was looking for, and I would just have completely forgotten. That's yeah, more that, my issue. That I understand. That makes sense. That's mm-hmm. but, that's everyone. Yeah, um, I think yours is everyone too. But I do agree that needs to relax. So your breath and not being able to find ketchup need to relax. Uh, yes. And your knowledge of Tupperware. Tup- was it invented by a guy named Tupper? I don't know. That's the name of the brand is Tupperware. Oh. Anyway, if any of you guys watched last week's episode or listened to it, uh, thank you. We had fun watching uh, the first episode of Haters Back Off. It was super fun. But we... In deep commentary. Yeah. In that episode. I was very excited it. and I like was just so chatty and I felt very like... It felt weird to just kind of talk about my own project for like an hour and a half. Yeah, so, so many stories and it's it's fascinating have a stuff. a lot of stories. So uh, we don't know if you guys want us to do that more. If yeah, you, we thought we'd let that one breathe and not go back to doing that for Mm -hmm. the rest of the series unless people were into that idea. And we thought maybe for this episode, um, we would go into a little bit of our background because what we usually talk about is our background in the entertainment industry. You know, we've talked a lot about that on this podcast, about our different jobs and how we got into what we do. And um, Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about, you know, Eric's an actor and I do Miranda and all that weird stuff. We've talked about it a lot. But um, last night we were talking about um, for a quick minute when I worked at Disneyland and Eric had all these questions and he was like, you know what, actually, maybe we should talk about this on the podcast. And then I started thinking and I was like, wait, I don't think I know anything about your past jobs really like i know you worked at an urban outfitters and i think that's the only yeah, job i like i'm aware of what do you mean rub it in that's an awesome job yeah. it's amazing i love i love urban who doesn't love urban outfitters um but anyway uh it's i thought a long it, time ago was it how long yeah years and years and years it doesn't it's, you still did it regardless if it was recent or not 10? it's still a job you had and i'd yeah. love to know more about it i'd love to know about more about all your jobs and so just jobs we're going to talk about our weird jobs and about if we've ever been fired, awkward situations with bosses and managers, um, the weird things we've done at our occupations. And I just, I'm, I'm excited about this because I get to learn more about you and a side of your life and your past that I don't think I know that much about. Yeah, I don't think that. So. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think I talk too much about. No, about like what you did prior to acting or in addition to acting, because a lot of times when you're an actor, you have to have other jobs to pay bills and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um. 
And I just, I want to know more. And I have some weird, strange, fun stories as well. Um, so we're going to get into that. Uh, I think we should start off with what we were talking about last night because we didn't get to finish the conversation because you're like, let's talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. So, but I, I also like, it might be interesting to start off with uh, uh, like, what was your first job? Okay. We, and, and start talking about that. And then, because that wasn't your first job, right? No, no, I no, want to no, start no. from like the beginning. Like what was oh, your okay. first okay. money-making Okay, we can uh, do this. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Okay, so we're going to get into this. But before we do, I would love to give a shout out and a thank you to our first sponsor of the day, which is Stamps. And oh my gosh, I'm very excited to talk about this one today because it is changing my life. I don't know anyone who likes going to the post office. Do you love? Do you know anyone who I appreciate enjoys what it? they do, but of I course. don't. I don't want to go there? No, of course not. That's why we were so excited when we found out that we could do our mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. You can send letters, ship packages, and pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of hours and tons of money. With stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS all in one place. Plus, Big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. Stamps.com brings services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. You simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want it to send. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. It's been great for us because I ship a lot of stuff all the time. I'm constantly doing like giveaways on my YouTube channels and Mm -hmm. shipping out merch to fans like if they've won a prize or like as Miranda, I'll like rent give away a bobby pin or like you know my last valentine's day show i gave away valentine's to the vip people i feel like i send Corey to the post office like at least twice a week to send out something to a fan not anymore not anymore love because of stamps.com with stamps.com you get discounts up to 40 percent off post office rates and up to 62 percent off ups shipping rates not to mention stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters stamps.com saves you time and money money. It's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses already use it. So stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code RELAX, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in relax. That's stamps.com promo code relax. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Stamps. I went into like a scatty like jazz at the end. I want to be unexpected because stamps.com is unexpected. What a magical thing. Anyway, I've never worked at a post office. Nope. I've never worked at a post office, but my first job, let me think. Yeah, first job ever. Well, I mean. How'd you start making that My coin? first paid job was babysitting. I was, I've always been a nanny and a babysitter. Like my whole life, that's always been like my go-to. I think I was 10 or 11 when I started babysitting for money. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, I, I guess this is more volunteer. I don't think I got paid for this, but it is an interesting job I had. I worked at the Humane Society with cats. Oh. And I was very excited about this job. Did, did you get paid? No, I was volunteering, but I thought it would like then I would be able to like work with cats and get paid. Yeah. Like it was my dream to work with cats. I love cats. Started at the bottom. Now we're, we have two cats. Yeah, now we have two cats. 
that destroy all of our furniture. Um, so that was like my first job that wasn't like, because I feel like for some, and you included, I feel like a lot of people when I say that I was a nanny or a babysitter, they're like, well, that's not a job. And that's annoying to me because it is a job and it's hard. And I feel like you said this I think that's like the hardest, would be the hardest job. It's it's paying for someone else's humans. I know taking care of another human is is a very hard job, but that's always kind of been my go to because I grew up in a daycare. Like my mom ran a daycare from our house, so there was always many other children at my house, basically since I was born. Uh-huh. And my grandma ran a daycare, and my aunt ran a daycare, and so that's what I saw the women in my life doing as a job. And I would meet these parents who were always looking for babysitters and nannies through that, and so then. That's how I started. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Babysitting and nanny all the time. I babysat a few times for like uh, my parents' friends' kids. Like, you did? Yeah, quick, quick 20, 40 bucks, whatever. Yeah. Really? I mean, I would just go like, they would be like going to bed essentially and I would mm-hmm. sit there and watch TV until they came home from like hmm. going out to eat or something. Like only I actually, a few times. I found, I was going through old diaries and I found a diary entry from, I was probably like 11 or 12 and in it I... I recently read this. I wish I had it with me, but I, I say in it like, I babysat this little boy today. He's two years old. Two-year-olds are the worst. Now we have a two-year-old. I'm like, he's learning how to be potty trained and he peed everywhere, all over the house. And I think I said he peed and squirted all over the house. Like in my diary, I wrote this. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, I guess I've been like babysitting, working with kids. Like so as long as I remember. All, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you were doing it in New York too, right? When you were? Yeah. So I did it um, when I was really young. And then when I turned 16, I met this family through a different job that I had and I became a nanny for them and worked for them for many years. And then after college, I moved to uh, New York and I nannied there. Uh, while like auditioning or while auditioning and while Miranda doing stuff. Miranda stuff and Miranda trying to travel so I've done it kind of my whole life but quite, quite the resume what was your uh, first job and it, it, again just sorry like that like explains a lot about how great you are with our son I do think nannying is much different than momming Sh- yeah surely and it's 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 funny how um a lot of I, I've heard from a lot of people like I'm a nanny, so I know this. And it, that's very frustrating to hear as a mom, just so y'all know, if you're a nanny out there, don't say to a mom like, well, I'm a nanny, so I know better than you. Kind of a jam. Like, uh-huh. I remember one time I was on a plane with uh, with Flynn going on tour, and Flynn was kind of fussy. He was really young, um, and he just was, you know, bored. He was on a plane. He was a baby. And this woman in front of me turned around and handed me a... a Tupperware, a tiny little Tupperware box of like noodles or something in it, macaroni noodles or chips or something that shook. And Flynn grabbed it and started shaking it. And he was entertained by it because babies are entertained by new things for 30 seconds. That's how babies work. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. You know, I was trying to be like, you know, very, I was grateful. And I thought it was very sweet that she wanted help. I go, oh, thank you so much. She was like, well, I'm a nanny. I know how to get babies to stop crying on planes. And I was like, first of all, it was very nice of you to help me. I was very appreciative. But like, don't turn to a mom and be like, well, I know how to do what you can't do. Like you failed at this. And I like, it was just so like, I was like, yeah, I can see how that can come off that way. But she is a professional. She gets paid to do it. You're just doing it uh, for fun. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But anyway, uh, I want to know what your first job is. Uh, My first, like uh, I did like, you know, odds and ends, like raking people's leaves, uh, snow, like shoveling their driveway when it snowed. But my first technical job as an adult was like, Pretty much the day I turned 16 or 15, like whenever you could like legally work, mm-hmm. uh, was me and my two best friends all applied at the same time to Wetzel's Pretzels mm. in the Post Mall in Milford, Connecticut. Yes. Uh, and all got the job and uh, started working there right away. Um, 
And then quickly, we're not allowed to work together anymore yeah, the, because the, the boss was like, I can't have these two, these idiot 16 year olds that know each other. Because there's essentially only two people working at a, at a Wetzel's. Mm-hmm. You've seen them. Yeah, of course. Around. Uh, yeah, I forgot you had that job. How yeah, long that was did you my work there? first job. And I had to wear like the Wetzel's visor and the polo. And uh, like you learn how to roll out the dough and do like a flip to which mm-hmm. I can still, you know, pull mm-hmm. out. Kind of. All we right. made pretzels the other day, and you were bragging about knowing hey, how to fold a pretzel. The dough wasn't right. I blamed okay. the dough. Okay. Who made the dough? I made it wasn't the that dough. Wetzel's dough. Okay, yeah. That's okay. the stuff, I guess. How long did you work there? Uh, Only a few, like maybe a month or two. That's it? Yeah, it didn't, la- it didn't last long. Like, it gets really complicated. Did you even get a At some point, they want you to wrap a pretzel around a hot dog and mm-hmm. serve that to people. Like, I just wasn't comfortable with that. You're so dumb. <laughs> but isn't that frustrating? I, it's so funny. I, I had a similar experience where I wanted to work with my friends, and we all applied to Macaroni Grill together, Corey. And my friend Heather and I, and we all got the job. We're like, we're going to work together. This is awesome. And we, of course, they never schedule you together. So you never end up working yeah, they with know, your friends. They're not, they're not idiots. They know the not worst. to. Yeah. I don't want to work here. I just wanted a job with my friends. Yeah. How annoying. Um, so yeah. I, but I, uh, yeah, I don't, I just think I just uh, stopped going. You didn't quit? Which is going to be a theme of today is that I have like a really bad habit, it seems, mm-hmm. when looking back on like, you know, just little jobs like that growing up mm-hmm. that I I never was the type to be like, here is my notice. I will be relieving myself of these pretzel duties within two weeks you time. You just not show up to work? I would, yeah. Is that bad? Yes, love. <laughs> you ghosted all of your occupations? Yeah, whenever I, I like didn't want to do a job anymore, I would just stop going. Lovely. <laughs> there, yeah, I, it's, it's, there's like, there was one place I know that I, I became like, um, like the people that like ran it would talk like they would still talk about it like oh this one kid you just never showed up but then you no s- it was it's like it's worse than that what well I worked at like a like a kind of clothing outlet all like sporting goods like kind of store um called Bob's Stores okay. it was like a it was Wait, like I did a, not know this Bob's Stores Bob's Stores also Wait, stores in Milford, multiple? Connecticut. Just I, maybe he had a couple. I don't know. No, but it was called Bob Stores. It wasn't yeah. called Bob Store. Bob Stores, yeah. And it was like a big store. It was like it was like a Kmart or Walmart, but it was like a very like a privately owned, and there was only a couple of them. Okay, but it was called it was, by, it was called Bob Stores. Yeah, but it was a singular store. Singular store, but it had many departments. Why did they pluralize it? Okay, anyway, I don't know. But when I was in high school, I worked there for for a bit. In which department? For like a summer. In which department? I think men's. Okay. The men's department. I don't know why you're so disgusted. I mean, I, I agree, but well, like, I don't know. It was like <laughs> the. It was like that half. Uh, I worked there for a whole summer. I, I kind of liked it. I liked the people I worked with. They were all like nice. And then um, this one night, I was like a Friday night. I was stuck working, and there was gonna be like this is this is Connecticut growing up. Like there's gonna be a party, a high school party, which would either take place like in the woods mm-hmm. or like on a specific hole of a golf course or something, and. I really wanted to go. My friends were like, I wanted me to go. And I was like, I would have working. And then I had like, you got like a 10 minute break, mm-hmm. just 10 minutes. And you would just walk outside and for 10 minutes and just like, there was like a pizza place. Did you leave during your go break? Go sit in the pizza place for a second. So on my 10 minute break, my friends came and they're like, yeah, we're going to that party in the woods. And I just kind of like looked back at Bob's and I looked back at the car that I got in the 
And you just never went back to Bob's again. And I just never went back again. No communication between us. Lovely. I don't even think I went back for my last check. I just like 10 minute break and I never came back. And so it became, I, I talked to someone like years later who had worked there like, oh yeah, you're that guy. You were like a legend because like they're all still waiting for you to come back from your 10 minute break. But wait, you just, wait, so you did the this longest for all 10 minute of your break jobs? You just would just not, why? Why can't you just- I feel just... like you're disappointed in me. You're giving no, me like disappointed like, mom energy. No. Just like I'm so confused by it because it's like, why not just be like, I mean, not when I get it. You were like trying to be a rebel because and be I, like, I'm going to go no, to a party. I, wait, I don't wait. want the confrontation. But also, you went to a party in the woods, which is the weirdest thing I I've know. ever heard. And that's like, you didn't have those. What do you mean a party in the woods? What do you do at a party in the woods? You have no nothing. Nope. You can plug anything in. So you have no music. You have no like entertainment. No lights. Like somebody's like, parents' house when they were like out of town. But like, I don't know. There would be like just like. Wood spots, you know, or like off a golf course, and that's wood where wood spots. Yeah, and that what, would... what do you do at this party? How is it a party? You're just Drugs. In, no. No, <laughs> what do you, no, for real though. What do you do? Because uh, if they're just in the woods, there's no like, lights, there's no TV, out, like, there's no play music on their car in their from their car. So you, you drive just, a like, car hang out, into like, the woods, drink non-alcoholic beers. Yeah, right. Wait, that what? kind of stuff. I've, I've. If anyone ever, what stuff? What do you mean? If I was, if I was at work, whatever my occupation was, Bob Stores or other, and uh, my friends drove up in a car and said, "We're going to a party in the woods. Want to come?" I would absolutely <laughs> would never continue go your or occupation. Ever talk to them again if they survived? Like I can't imagine someone going to a quote party in the woods and coming out alive. That sounds like a disaster. I remember one party I went to in the woods. Where what do you I, mean? I had, this is not a sentence had, people say. I had broken my leg, and so I was on in crutches. In the woods? No, before the woods party. Okay. I had broken my leg that summer skateboarding and had a full cast from my knee all the way over my foot, like hard cast. So I was on crutches, and I still wanted to party in the woods so badly that I marched, like, I essentially hiked a mountain to, like, the where, like, the clearing was in crutches with a broken leg. This isn't... Was, there was no rituals. This was not a cult. It You're looking at me like, like was, it. I'm no, so confused. It's just, this is, we had nowhere else to like, like I guess hang out and be rowdy. It was just like, a, like you know, just go to the woods. Yeah, it was like a fun group. Well, I didn't grow up with woods, so I guess maybe that's something I just don't understand because I didn't, I didn't have woods in Santa Barbara. We had the beach. We'd go to the beach, but that makes sense. Like we're having a party at the beach, like a bonfire at the beach. Like that's like a normal thing. But like, like we're gonna go to a party in the woods. Yeah. There was, there was is like, it just like a place you do illegal things and like people wouldn't find out about it? Is that why? Like, were there specific woods? Were there wood spots? Like you'd go and there'd be other high schoolers there. There's like, this is our wood spot. No, it was like, so my high school was uh, three towns. It was like public high school, but like three towns went and one of the towns was like very rural. Mm -hmm. And so like, it was just kind of like farmland and woods and- uh, yeah, but how do you tell your friend, like, we're, come to the party in the woods? Like, how do you give them the destination? We didn't have GPS back then. You'd just be like, I know, we certainly did like not. a woods spot? It would just, generally, it would just, like, follow all the cars, or you would, like, know this, this spot. So there were like designated, the, like, woods spots. Like, they would call, like, oh, this is called the observatory. And you would, and it would be, like, you know, this tr this trail off someone's farm or whatever where that went to, like, a clearing. And, like, people Did you ever put, get caught in these woods? Like did oh, like many times then like the the police would, would like break up these parties and everyone would just scatter into the woods. What? And then you'd be like alone in the woods, for, like essentially running from the police. This doesn't sound like real life. I mean, am I just super sheltered? Can you guys please tell me? By the me? way, nothing. This wasn't a job I had. This I is know, just but me this is just like, I know it's a tangent, but I'm just like so shooketh by the, the thought of like 
teenagers just being like, we're having a party in the woods. And yeah. this, and that, I, I, never, I guess I can understand like a one-time thing. Like we're going in the woods tonight for this party, but like that this is just like a common occurrence. And then it cops, wasn't, it wasn't and then all how the time. do the cops go deep into the woods and find well, where these well, parties are? I think because are. they'd be driving in this desolate wooded area and then all of a sudden see like a bunch of, you know, beat up older cars just lining the street forever and ever. And they're like, why are all these cars parked here and in the wilderness? And they just go search in the woods? Like we should, and then they hear loud music and people, you know, like. So it wouldn't be like you'd go, you'd hike raging. deep into like scary woods. It'd be like just right off a yeah. road. Well, it'd be like a, like a a specific determined spot. Like I keep saying this, like we didn't know, just like just be like, understand. all right, these woods and just wander into the trees well, and hang I'm out imagining. there. That's what I'm imagining. It no, makes no there sense. Was, there was a spot called, I think we called it like the observatory and you would hike up to this clearing that had like a you cool just, like, drink alcohol? view and like. The way you just said alcohol, you sound like you're well, I'm a noob. An I'm a total nerd. Narc. That <laughs> <laughs> was so funny. So you'd like, I'm assuming like if you were to do these types of things, which you never did anything illegal, but like if you were to, these are the types of parties where pe- teenagers would be smoking probably marijuana and drinking alcohol. Is that what you do at these quote unquote party in the woods? What's the statute of limitations on these kinds of things? I don't know. I'm just, I don't, I'm just so curious. What's the, what's the appeal of this? There, yeah, that might have happened. Okay. Fun. What did you do? I had cats. What do you mean? What I had cats. Um, Um, But you know what? Your story of ghosting um, your employee, your employers, uh remind me that I have ghosted someone that I worked for once. Oh, and it was a babysitting job, and I was pretty young. I think I was probably twelve. Okay, (laughs) Um, I think I was probably like twelve. And I had this job and I was really excited because it was my first job babysitting someone that wasn't like a family friend. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know these people. It was like they had called my mom looking for a babysitter or something. And, and she was like, my daughter's now 12 or whatever I was, 13. And she can come do it. And they're like, okay, we're more looking for like a mommy's helper is what a lot of parents call a a babysitter that's a little too young to be alone with the kids. And I was like, yes. And it was going to pay like $8 an hour. And I was like losing my mind. I was going to be so rich. And I get there and I'm so excited. And she had a few kids and she was like, okay, great. You're just going to play with the kids, eight bucks an hour. But then I'd go every week and she, I never played with the kids. She had, I was Cinderella. She had me scrubbing her toilets, her bathtub and shower, kitchen floor, doing the dishes, washing the clothes. Like, I never played with the kids. Yeah, she got you good. It was false advertising. And I was 12. I I still don't scrub toilets, as you know. I don't scrub toilets. Certainly. But to make a 12 year old. What's the opposite of scrubbing a toilet? Peeing on it? That's what you do. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. What is it? What's it called that you do? Uh, it's like demolition. We might not want to get into that. But I I really was like, I feel like I was swindled into this job position. I was so excited to play with kids and hang out with kids and do crafts with kids and like just have fun with little kids. And instead, I was like scrubbing up the dad's poo stains off the toilet. And so I was I hated it. It made me so mad because all I did was clean this person's house and the kids while the kids played. You're, that doesn't sound like a babysitting job. It sounds, it's literally or, not, which is, you know, that's a fine job in itself. But like I had signed up to babysit children. And so I remember one day I was supposed to go work and I didn't. And because um, I just didn't want to go. And the mom kept calling our house and my dad came into my room and was like, Hey, so-and-so keeps calling. Are you supposed, aren't you supposed to go? Like, am I supposed to be taking you to her house today? And I was like, I don't want to go. And he was like, well, you need to talk to her and tell her that you don't want to go. I was like, no, I'm not going to. I wouldn't have told you that. I would have said, okay, just going to ghost him. Good job. 
as my dad yes. is that what you're saying uh my dad was very annoyed because he's like she's on the line she wants to talk to you and i was like tell her i'm not yeah, here that's annoying he was he so mad i just remember yeah. being like colleen i was like go tell her i'm not coming he's like you have to tell her you have to tell her you're not coming i was like well i'm not going to he's like i'm handing you the phone i was like i won't talk i was such a brat but i i was scared of her because she like swindled me into it and she was mean and was like i would clean the toilets or the bathtubs or whatever and then she'd come in and be like you didn't do a good enough job and stand over me and watch me do it like scrub it uh-huh. i it was it was so annoying I did not like it. It was she was not nice. So I just ghosted her, which was not right. But now well, I know it sounds to me like you didn't ghost her. You just had your father talk to her. No. Well, I don't even know what happened after that. But I I did ghost. Her. I ghosted her. I never talked to her again. But speaking of poop and cleaning up poop, uh, I do want to say thank you to our next sponsor, which does have to do with poop. It's Kitty Poop course, Club. This is relaxed. It wouldn't be complete without. <laughs> yeah, the relaxed podcast would not be complete without some poo talk. And boy, do I have some poo talk for you. We have two cats, as a lot of you already know. And Eric is convinced that they go double poo. They have like or quadruple poo sometimes. Uh, the amount of a normal cat. I feel like this is something you say almost on a daily. On the daily, you'll say like these cats poop more than any cat in the world like you are very obsessed with how often they yeah poop. you could yeah you could wind your watch to just the sound of the side of them scraping yeah the scraping the sides of the, the box. box well i'm sure some of the listeners feel the same way about their cats do you feel like you're you're just always drowning in cat litter well don't worry guys we have a solution for you. Kitty Poo Club is an all-in-one litter box solution designed to be convenient for you. Every month, Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable, high-quality, recyclable litter box that's pre-filled with the litter of your choice. The boxes are leak-proof, eco-friendly, and have a fun design for every season. When the month is up, just recycle the box and Kitty Poo Club will automatically deliver a new one to you. No changing used litter and no more cleaning the box. You can customize your order based on how many cats you have and what type of litter they prefer. And Kitty Poo Club has a no-risk guarantee, so you can easily customize or cancel your subscription at any time. So I think it's really fun because they have like cute designs on the boxes, like depending on like the time of year it is. So the ki- the cats can have something cute to look at and be like, oh my gosh, it's fall. I didn't even realize until I was pooping right yeah. now. There's like, like a little ambiance when they're on their Yeah, everyone's some ambiance ambiance. You know, we use our cell phones. What do they have? They got doodles on the little bo- the litter box, you know. It's pretty much a cell phone to a cat. <laughs> but it is it, as far as their brains go. <laughs> it is really convenient. It's uh, it has helped us so much with the amount of kitty litter and poo that we have dealt with in the past. It's really wonderful. So if this sounds interesting to you and you want to give it a try, give yourself the gift that keeps on giving the whole year: a Kitty Poo Club subscription. Right now, Kitty Poo Club is offering you twenty percent off your first order when you set up auto ship by going to kittypooclub.com and entering promo code. Code relax. Just go to kittypooclub.com and enter promo code relax to get 20% off when you set up auto ship. That's kittypooclub.com. And don't forget to enter promo code relax at checkout. Check it out. Now, they don't get a song? I, I feel like I've done songs for Kitty Poo Club, okay. but I'll, I'll write a new one. Kitty Poo Club, it's time to. Wait, hold on. I need to think about this. Let me. I wasn't prepared. Now I feel stressed. Did you get a scat? Skibbity Skibbity Kitty poo. Kitty poo. Okay. Anyway. Um, all right. Let's get back into this. Sorry we got a little derailed there talking about the woods, but I was, I just had a lot of questions. So anyway, getting back into occupations. Um, what we were talking about last night, can we get into this now or do you still want to go through the chronological like occupations we had? No, I want to talk about how this all came up was that you showed me that someone had, 
resurface an old video mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. working uh, at Disneyland, at Disneyland mm-hmm. in their production of High School Musical mm-hmm. three. three? Mm-hmm. Yes, th- I used to work at Disney, and that's what I did. I worked at that show. Uh, and in this clip, you were explaining to me that, th- like, while you were still working there, like Miranda had just started to to kind of circulate and take off, if you will, amongst right. certain like the theater community and whoever saw it on YouTube, but you're still working there. And you started to, was it conscious or subconscious, incorporate it into your performance Very in high conscious. school? Who were you playing in High School Musical 3? I, well, it, well, how it works is you play yourself. So like I worked at Disneyland and I've told the story many times, so I'll, I'll go over it briefly. If you, if you want to know the deeper dive into the story of me getting fired from Disneyland. Um, I talked about this on Jimmy Fallon. I've talked about this in many videos. Um, but I was in the high school musical parade and you are yourself. So at the beginning of the show, I'm like, Hey everyone, I'm Colleen. And there's like a Disney voice you have to use. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> well, that was kind of, kind yeah, kind of, Do it's it. a lot louder. It's like, do it. Just lean back a little bit. Do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm Colleen. It's like that. <laughs> and like, I also did play as Disney. Where I'm like, hey, everyone, I'm Casey. What's your name? Like, that's how you talk it in those shows. Anyway, um, I, so I like this. Oh my God. So I, I was myself, but you represent a character. So in high school musical, there's two main characters that are girls, and one is Gabriella and one is Sharpay. Sharpay is like sassy and bratty and rich and fancy. And Gabriella is like the sweet, nice girl with a good voice, but she like doesn't even realize it. Um, you know, like that kind of a jam. So I got both parts. So like I, it depended on the day I was working, but I mainly did the Sharpay, like the bratty rich girl. So I have told the story multiple times of how I got fired from Disneyland. Um, because I kept doing Miranda in the show. So Miranda had just gotten popular and the cast members, um, started watching the videos. And then every once in a while, someone would come to the park who knew of Miranda, um, and see, had seen a couple videos. And so they would shout like Miranda while I was on stage and I would like do the Miranda smile for them. And then it turned into a challenge where like my, um, friends would say like, okay, do Miranda in the show. I dare you to try to put it in. Cause we would always do like, okay, today we're going to try to work in the word like queef in the middle of the show and see if we can do it. Yeah, like you're we doing would, how many shows a day? Six shows a day. Six for, shows a day. For how long? Years. So yeah, yeah. As a performer. Yeah, you get bored. And you so, want to try it a different way. You want to try things out. And then eventually you're like, what can we do to just make right. this more fun for us? Mm-hmm. I assume it's hot. It's very hot you're, at Disney. What you're wearing is... Uncomfortable. And you're having to sing and dance in this heat mm-hmm. six times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it for fun. For people who aren't even really paying attention. Throw like, a queef. Is that what you said? Yeah. Am I, I just said, randomly no, that's saying what that I said. word? So okay. we would challenge each other to like say words. And this that was very common. And so that would go under the radar of like the people who are watching the choreographers and we directors. We did this in my in my theater too. Yeah, it's like a we common would, thing. Try, someone would try and have to say like mm-hmm. Sasquatch or something. Exactly. Like they just randomly in the mm-hmm. play, like someone would do it. And then we'd all be on stage like... <laughs> You right. Know, like, yeah. And trying to make each other laugh and whatever, mess up their lines. So this was a common thing. And so it wasn't that weird that my friends would be like, okay, try to do, do Miranda in the show. And Miranda was new and it was fun and exciting. It just started to go viral a little bit in the theater community. And so I would do it. And um, long story short, at Disney has like undercover employees that come into the park looking like park guests, but really they're there to judge you and watch your performance and see if they want uh, to... Secret shoppers. Yes. So yeah. they're like there to be like, oh, she's wonderful. She needs to do this more often. We want her performing more often 
in the show. So then they'll call you and be like, we're actually now going to give you four or five days a week to do the show instead of the two you currently have. Or you're not doing so great. We're going to take your five days and we're actually going to make it down to you only work three days a week and you need to improve. Um, so when you work at Disney in the in the shows, as a singer, at least, um, you're always kind of being judged on your performance and you can lose your job at any time um, or you can get more days at any time. So basically that's what happened is someone was watching. I was singing as Miranda and I was obviously singing terribly. And so I got a call um, from Disney and they said, goodbye, girl. And so that's what we were talking about last night. And he was asking me, how that happened? Did they call me? Yeah, but I've never seen like video evidence, and it was so clear mm-hmm. in these little cl- clips from like an old school mm-hmm. camera of you doing the show that then all of a sudden you like yeah uh, yeah it, it, it was crazy. I or... had never seen clips of it either. I, have, I had a couple pictures of me doing the Miranda face on the on the parade float. So this video um, was posted to TikTok. This dancer had posted this video of me doing the Miranda face in the middle of the show. And um, I'd never seen it before. And I thought that was very interesting. So I was showing it to Eric. And then he started asking questions um, about getting fired. And I was like, oh, well, um, no, they called me. And I was actually with Ariana Grande when I got the call. And he was like, wait, we should talk about this tomorrow. So basically... Um, I would work at Disneyland to save up money so that I could go on tour as Miranda because I paid for my flights and my hotels. And every once in a while, the venues would pay me a little bit of money, but not very much back then. So I would work at Disney and then take breaks to go. And I traveled to Florida to do a show and I got stranded in Miami because my stuff got stolen in my dressing room while I was on stage. So while I was on stage, someone went into my dressing room and stole my cell phone, my wallet. And while you were on stage, someone stole? Yeah, I was doing a Miranda show. Like I flew myself to Miami to do a Miranda show in like this small little theater. Well, who has access to backstage? I feel like this was an inside job. Well, that's what I thought too. Was it ever too. assault? No, because I went to the <sighs> the woman um, who was Did in it? charge of the theater. No, <laughs> she was a very nice woman. And I told her, she's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. And I was like, well... I'm traveling alone. I was probably 22 at the time. Like I was pretty young and I was like, uh, well, I don't have a wallet now. I don't have a phone. Like, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, I'm sorry. I don't know if it's not there. I don't know what to tell you. And so, um, I was kind of screwed. So I went in. Sounds like a lovely woman. I know. How old are you? She's like, I think probably 22 or 23. Miami, go sleep on the beach. Well, I had a hotel, but it was kind of like a lame hotel. So she dropped me off in my hotel And I went to the lobby computer and um, it was missing keys. I remember this very vividly. It was missing keys on the keyboard. And so I was trying to message. I knew Ariana and Frankie, who are friends of mine, lived in Florida. And so I didn't know because I'm stupid and from California. I didn't know the geography of of Florida very well, but I knew they were the only people I knew in Florida and I was screwed. I didn't know what I was going to do. And so I um, messaged her. And and Frankie with this keyboard that was n- did not have a space bar. <laughs> it did not have like multiple keys. Can, so my message to her must was have this looked, in the business center. Yeah, it was it was in the lobby, like right by the front desk. Ugh. But I just I remember her. I was like, she must think this is like some like was there no spaces in the message. No spaces in the message. It, it was, was like insane. And I was line. like, I am stranded in Miami at this, this hotel. Computer has no space bar. And, um, and so then she, I was like, can I have your phone number so I can call you? And so I got her and Frankie's number. What did you message her on? And like an email? 
Uh, yeah. So I, I message her this like weird cryptic, no spaces, one long, super califragilistic, expialidocious type word that was like, I am stranded. What do you have a phone number? And so, um, the next day I walked, I went back on that computer. I found directions like on MapQuest to the nearest like digital store, like a Radio Shack type of store, walked there bought a burner phone because I had like cash. This is an episode of The Wire. I know. All of this sudden? is all real. Bought a burner phone and then walked back to... Um, wait, this doesn't make any sense though because how did they call me? Also, at what point do you get fired from this job? I know because that's what's so confusing is now I'm like, wait, this, is, this doesn't this Are you just telling up. a random story or is, at some no, point are you going to get employed and then lose this job? <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? I love this story. I find it fascinating. But you're like, speaking of being fired... <laughs> I was in Miami this no, time because, and my phone got stolen. No, I'm <laughs> <Then> so <laughs> confused because I know that I was in Florida with Ariana and Frankie when Disney called me. I was at Universal Studios in Orlando, which is very far from Miami. Yeah. But I went there and while I was in Orlando was when I got the call. But what my call? phone was stolen from got, Disney. That you were? That I was fired. Ah. So oh, maybe, okay. Thank God. No, no, no. Thank wait. God because now... I thought I was crazy. No, no, no. So, but now I think I am telling you a pointless story because my phone was stolen. So I went and I walked very far to get a burner phone. Is this a? Is this all? No, a dream this has really had? happened. You am can I ask Frankie now. You can ask Frankie. <gasps> Love because you've lost your mind. I swear to you, this is all real. Because then I called Frankie from my burner phone and was texting him and was like, "What am I supposed to do?" And he's like, "Just come hang out with us." So I he helped me arrange like a transportation to get to them. And then I hung out with them and my memory is incorrect because I remember that trip being the one where then we went to universal studios. And while I was at universal studios, I got the call from Disney saying that I was fired, but I'm mixing up. They two called trips. you on a burner phone. Yeah, exactly. The, this doesn't well, make any sense. Disney, they might. I know. Well, th- you know what? That actually is true because I randomly got a call from Disney out of nowhere. Never auditioned for them. Never. I never knew anyone who worked at Disney. And I randomly got a call from Disney one day. And they were like, hi, this is Disney casting. We um, would love for you to audition for High School Musical. Yeah. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, um, some of our staff saw you in Suzical the Musical, this community theater. And I was the lead in that. And so some people saw me in that. And found my Disney found my number and I don't know how to this day I don't know how they figured out my phone number and they called me I swear to God isn't that weird no it's true Disney saw me in Susical the Musical and they saw me in Susical they called me well exactly it's the weirdest story it sounds like a lie but now all my stories sound like a lie because I have this burner phone but they're calling me so I must be mixing up two different trips to be fair like you had it coming so anyway I, I definitely just told you a pointless story because there's no reason in me telling well, you the burner well, phone story. What's, what matters? It's nothing's real, love. What I happens think, to these butterflies in the cocoon? I Nothing know, matters. I know. Why is the sky but blue? I think, I think what happens. What's happen- Wi-Fi? Wait, let, me, let me just finish this. Uh-huh. I think. I think. That, okay, so the burner phone thing. I went to Ari and Frankie's house. I hung out with them for a few days, and then I flew home and figured out phones and wallets and all the things that I that got stolen. And then it must have been another trip that I went out. I know it was Halloween Horror Nights. That's what it was. Of course. The Grandes love the Halloween Horror Nights things that they do at Universal Studios. And they really, they, they always go with all their friends. And they, that's what it was. And they invited me out to that. And I went to Universal Studios and did the Horror Night things with them for the first time. And while I was doing that is when I got the call from Disney. So these were two separate trips. So I just told you the Miami trip on accident. And that was not necessary. 
Okay. So I got a call from Disney and basically Disney does not fire people, quote unquote, they demote you. So basically they were just like, hey, we noticed you can't sing essentially and you need to get voice lessons. And um, so you're not fired. You just don't have scheduled days with yeah, us. Classic. And then, you know, they just never called me again to come into work is what happened. But it was my fault because I um, was singing badly in a job where I was supposed to sing well. So that was my my bad. Yeah, you were messing around. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I just told that long story. That was so. I pointless. enjoyed it. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. That was really stupid. But anyway, that's how this started. So I have a question for you, Sir Eric. One, I my main question was it was supposed to be, have you ever been fired from a job? But now I'm curious, have you ever been fired from a job? And can you also tell me a pointless story that has nothing to do with you getting fired <laughs> at the same time? At the same time. At the same time, I don't know that's if like I could do that. Kind of related, but not related at all. But mostly just, have you ever been fired from a job? Have I ever been fired from a job? Or do you just go? I'm repeating the question to rack my brain. Uh, surely I've been, yeah, I have been fired. I once, I wasn't necessarily fired. I just wasn't hired back again. I was like a delivery driver for like a printing company. What? Where I would like just drive their, like a smaller company, their like printing supplies and drop them off at offices. When, when, do, when did you and, do this? Uh, when I was in high school or college. I don't know. At some, I've you, there's many jobs, but like, what? Uh, okay, have, I don't know. Um, and I got a like a, they had like a minivan that I would use, like their minivan, to deliver all these ink supplies. And I think what like it was like a Friday afternoon. I just finished the last delivery. I remember being in this mini, minivan. It was very hot. I remember driving for some reason shirtless. Like I'm just what? I don't know. I was. I I'd probably had at least seven sugar-free Red Bulls. So I have that was so like many my questions. thing day, and I'm like, just done the last delivery. So wait, you handed people their deliveries shirtless? No, just I had done the last delivery, and then I'm like now driving home. You took done off your with work, and I was like, and I just I, I I know that I was shirtless. Why <laughs> driving this old minivan? You gotta, you have to wreck your brain. again. Just loose, empty cans of sugar red. red Sugar-free Red Bull, like, about my feet. So Red Bull just makes you take off your shirt? I don't I guess. <laughs> Wait, there's got to be an explanation and for then, this. And then, so I I was, I didn't realize it, but I was speeding, like, very speeding. And it was, mm -hmm. like, a big speeding ticket. To which case, literally, like, I had worked Monday, I would worked Monday through Friday. Every day, all day. And then it was Friday evening. I just finished the last delivery. The speeding ticket was more than I had made for the entire week. Mm. All of it gone. And because the vehicle is registered to uh, the woman who owned this company, she obviously found out about it. We never had this discussion, but then she never. Wow. Yeah. She never scheduled me any hours. Okay. Wait, but, uh, I still am just like, so sorry. You keep telling these stories and then story I get, be, but then I get stuck on your, your random little tidbits of like the woods. And now I'm stuck on the shirt thing. What? You're you never on drove the around job? shirtless? No, but it, you're on the job. You're like doing a There's professional delivery service. Freeing. Imagine like a UPS driver dropping off a package for us with no shirt. On. I would not open that box. Well, I'm not. I'm not delivering that. I'm saying I was just for the drive home in someone else's car. Love. I don't know. You did not get fired for the ticket. <laughs> you got fired because you were in her car without clothes on. <laughs> like that's got. There's got to be a law against that. That's crazy. Have you never driven with your shirt off? Maybe when I go, well, no, but uh, but maybe when I've gone to the beach, I've been wearing like shorts and a bathing suit top. 
Right. So I guess that would be the equivalent. That's right? not the equivalent. You weren't going to the beach. You were working. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the equivalent. I'm saying being in just a bathing suit top would be the equivalent because of societal norms. But why can't you just remember why you would take off your shirt? Were you it was hot? hot? I don't know. And I wanted to like roll the windows all down and like. You, did she have air conditioning? Clocked out in my mind. Like the job was so done when, for the day. But didn't you have to drop off the car? The, probably the air conditioning. It's It can get very hot and humid okay, fine, on the but East like, Coast in the summer. But didn't you have to drop off the car to her? Yeah, I would. would so put, you put your shirt back on. I would put my shirt back on. So you yeah. finish a delivery, you take your shirt off, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, I'm almost there." As you're driving, put your shirt back on. No, 17, driving around without my shirt on. Let me. Oh live. my god, this is uh, shaking my brain parts. That's so weird. Yeah, probably like my favorite job, which is kind of similar, was another one that me and a best friend got together, but then they never scheduled us for the same time. Was a company called Party People. Mm-hmm. Have I told you about Party People? I don't know ever? about this. Party People was essentially, if you've ever seen a bouncy house mm-hmm. or like, um, like, I, and I mean like at a graduation party or a after prom mm-hmm. or a corporate event where they have like, uh, and now we have sumo suits here and a mat and you have mm-hmm. to wear the sumo suit mm-hmm. and you could push each other or like a jousting kind mm-hmm. of station. Yeah, on I get a bouncy, it. I get it. A mechanical bowl yeah, with an inflatable it. thing. So I would be the kind, I was kind of a carny, I guess. Like it was like, uh, I would have to. I cannot imagine you doing this. I know. What a random, like you just would... one summer in between uh, years of college would have to put these things in a van, drive it to wherever the place was, set it up and, you know, inflate it and stand there as people tried to injure each other or themselves. How old are you when you did this? Uh... I don't know, like 19, I would say. You've had a lot of weird jobs, love. Party people. So I had a shirt that just said party people and I'd show up and I set need that up. shirt. Set up like the, um, the, like the, I've mentioned the sumo suits. You've seen these things. You can yeah, imagine it. And they have the helmet that looks like the hair. There's a mat and they push each other. Certainly so, not appropriate and very offensive. I can't, I, I hope no one does I, this still. Surely. Um, but also like because of the weight distribution, because this is very heavy, big suit, and the way your arms are, and the point is to then push the other person over. So many people would fall and then have to awkwardly catch themselves with their arms. So many people broke their arms <gasps> in this thing. While you were Pe- on the job, you watched people break Const- arms? People were constantly breaking their arms. What? And I was oh like, what is this company's insurance? Did I just show up here again, drinking many sugar-free Red Bulls? Okay. Uh, shirtless? Were you shirtless on this show? Probably. Because sometimes they would be like, have us drive to like the University of Maine or something to do like some... Uh, groups party you know what I mean and set up like there's also a velcro wall so we had like a velcro mm-hmm. suit and an inflatable velcro wall it was all these party things hmm. I, I love wish this. I still had that connect I'd have them come set up some I've, stuff here. I've searched uh, websites like that many times just looking for stuff to do for videos or for Flynn or whatever but um, you know speaking of uh, being a party person I think we should talk about this next ad, which makes me feel like a party person, love. Do you it's like that transition? It's a very party-themed episode. It is. Our next sponsor is Candid CO. Are you unhappy with your smile? You don't have to be. Thousands of people have used Candid, the clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth, and now they love their smile. Just like one of their customers, Cameron, said from Nashville, Tennessee. Cameron said, once I started Candid, my life completely changed. My goal for my wedding was perfect. Perfect teeth and candid got me there. Cameron's from Tennessee. You don't want to what? He's from Tennessee. You don't want to do a little, a little twang. Yeah. Oh, I I, I can try. 
Uh, once I started candid, my life completely changed. <laughs> my goal for my wedding was perfect teeth and candy got me there. So if you want to be, I'm sorry if, if um, Cameron is listening. I'm sorry for my horrible impression of you. I think that but was spot on. I know Cameron. <laughs> you guys want um, to straighten those teeth. This might be a great option for you. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You'll have the same quality of care you'd get from an in-office orthodontist from the comfort and convenience of your own home. And while other companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. And I had traditional braces, and I would have loved to yeah, have this. Like, are you kidding? Oh my gosh, to have like invisible aligners Instead of like the chunky metal braces, that would have changed my life. I'm so jealous of anyone who t- uses this. What a time to be alive. Seriously. So you know what, guys? Become your best you. Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, you can save $75 on Candid Starter Kit. Go to candidco.com slash relax and use code relax. That's candidco.com slash relax. Code relax. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. Candidco.com slash relax code relax. Yeah. Eric and I both had braces. That was not fun. I hated braces. I mean, for my, I think my freshman, sophomore and half of my, and all of my junior year of high school, Hmm. all that. That's really that long. All that shirtless partying in the woods braces braces as well. Wow. I had braces for what like a, quite a picture, a little it? over a year and my teeth moved shockingly fast. It was very they painful. Told me it would only be a year and then they wouldn't take them off for like three. Yikes. That's horrible. That is no fun. Yeah. Um, well, what I want to do right now is I want to kind of go through where I get so caught up in the little details of your story. I have so many questions, but I want to go through right now and just kind of we're going to list the jobs that we've had quickly. And then I want to play a little game of sorts where I'm going to tell you something that happened at one of my jobs and you have to guess which job it happened at. Okay. Okay. So I have had um, a lot of weird jobs, but it was mostly babysitting. We have a lot of babysitting stories. Um, I worked at Disneyland. Okay. Um, I worked at the cat shelter. I worked at a theater camp. I worked in a group called Nightingales, which was a, um, you know, when you go to the mall and you see like people dressed in like hoop skirts and ringlets and they're singing Christmas carols. Yes. I did that. Of course you did. Um, I was a nanny, obviously. I worked at a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, and I've done a lot of Miranda gigs. Okay. So that was basically my occupations that I've done. So. Okay. Do you want to tell me yours? Do you have any of these or do you want me to just do it? Uh. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, tell me your list of jobs. Okay, uh, Wetzel's Pretzels, mm-hmm. Party People, mm-hmm. Bob's Stores. These mm-hmm. are ones we've covered. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked at a seafood restaurant mm-hmm. on the beach. I've been there. In West Haven. Mm-hmm. I worked at uh, an Italian restaurant here in Los Angeles. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. I also, when I was younger, um, uh, worked for... I, I don't think I've ever even told you this. I worked for Hollister for like a minute. Okay. Do you know that? that of course, store? I know that company. We're gonna Ugh. move on. Let's get past that one. Um, I worked for a Shakespeare company mm-hmm. for many years, and uh, and 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 Urban Outfitters. Uh huh. And any others? Surely, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's all kind of yeah. That that delivery driver. Oh one. yeah. 
All right. So now, now we've kind of listed our jobs. I'm sure we're forgetting some, but. Okay. So I'm going to say something that happened. Uh, and, and I have to guess which job. You have job. to guess which job it was. Okay. okay. Um, I stole money from my boss. I'm talking hundreds of dollars. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which job was it? Which job did you I? You like st- stole money? Oh, yeah. You like embezzled? No, I don't know. I will tell you the story if you want to know it, but you got to guess which job it was. Uh, when, as a nanny, there was like a drawer full of cash and like loose diamonds. and uh, Loose diamonds. I don't know. <laughs> I was a nanny. And um, it was when I, and I don't know if you would call it stealing. To me, it's stealing. To me, this feels like stealing. Uh-huh. So you'll tell me if it's not. So I was in New York. So now I've singled them out. So if they're listening, they know that this happened. Did you really do this? Listen, I'm telling you. You're so, remember at the beginning of this episode and you're like, I feel like your tell, mom's tell shaming me. Tell the story. I, yeah, okay. I thought this was like a, okay. Okay, so basically I, I worked, I was a nanny in Manhattan um, for two really sweet little kids. And the mom, um, she were, lived on the Upper West Side and I lived in Queens um, and also Jersey. While I worked for them, I lived in both of those places, which are very far from the Upper West Side. It's a very long subway ride at night. And sometimes I would work for her very late at night. And um, she'd be on a date with her husband. And so they'd come home at like midnight or whatever. And she would give me cash. Like it was like once a week that for months that she would do this. She'd give me cash. Be like, I don't want you taking the subway. It's not safe for a young girl to be like on the subway and on buses this late to get all the way to Jersey. It'll take you over an hour or whatever. And so she would give me like hundred, over a hundred bucks to take like a cab or a nice car. And I would be like, thank you. Oh, that's not stealing. Is that stealing? And then I would business. use my Metro card. Yeah. I'd use my Metro card and just take a subway and then I'd pocket the money. Yeah. That's I mean, stealing. That's, pro- that's stealing. They were just trying to keep you safe and you were like, I'll, I'll, I'll take your hundred dollars and, and screw my safety. <laughs> so that feels like stealing to me. That's not stealing. That uh, seems like stealing because I just pocketed it and then I would use my Metro card and go home for free. Well, not free. I mean, I paid like. I don't know. I just think that was like a wise corporate move okay, on I'm your part. Okay, I'm glad you agree. Uh, All right, do nice you have appropriation of funds that were already given to the business? Okay, so do you have any stories? Uh, which job of those did I find a dead body by the dumpster? You did not. What? Is this a true story? Well, I mean, this is a person. This is a human life. Love. Me. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. <gasps> You've seen a dead body. With all the forensic files we watch, you've never talked about how you've seen a dead body? Well, I didn't know that, that I, just, I didn't know, I just thought the person was asleep. Um, I would guess one of your restaurant jobs. Yeah. What happened, because you said by a dumpster and I know you like, like. I uh, just, um, I don't know if we should put this one in. I don't know, I, I went to. Why? I, I went to, you have to like uh, take out the trash. Right. If you are a busser, I was a bus boy mm-hmm. uh, with my bin. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to take out all the, the trash. Is this the the Italian restaurant? Well, or let's the not fe- say the restaurant. Oh, okay, I won't say it. Okay, um, but yeah, I thought there was... Uh, um, Just a man sleeping? A homeless person sleeping by the dumpster, but like then... Did you find out more later, information? I didn't... I, there wasn't much to find out. I just like... Did I, you tell your boss? I have so many questions. What did I, you do? I think I notified someone who then like... I don't know. Someone did like a welfare check and it turned out that this person... So you didn't know they were dead? No, 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 no. But then after you found out they were dead, were you like, oh my gosh, I saw a dead yeah, body? Yeah, then I went and poked them with a stick. No, no, that's not what I mean. Like, did it, once you found out, were you like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just saw... Like, I feel like that's jarring to find out you've seen a dead uh, body. I don't have... 
Strangely, I have no like visual memory of it. That's so crazy. Yeah. And the Grandes were there. It was really weird. Well, we don't make fun of my stories. Um, That's crazy. Oh my gosh. How about this one? I was told by fellow employees that I was annoying. They didn't want to hang out with me. Which job was that? Is this like one of those trick ones where it's like E all of the above or something? Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. <gasps> yes. <laughs> no, no, this really did happen. It oh, really so it broke my Everybody heart. Why, that's crazy. It broke my heart. Who wouldn't want to hang out with you? It happened. What job? Um, Macaroni Grill. No. Disneyland. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Which show? Playhouse Disney. So basically, there were people working Playhouse Disney that were like, "You're not cool enough." No, it wasn't that. They how, were. It wasn't that. They, okay. they were amazing. And you they, can tell they me the right. story, but you need to tell me how they told you that they don't want to hang out with you in their Disney voice. Okay, but n- no, because they didn't have Disney voices because they were puppeteers. So <gasps> it gets worse. <laughs> You're even more of a story. So how could this I was story be in um, this show called Playhouse Disney where I was the only human as a performer. The rest of the performers were puppets. So I would interact with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and all of them. And the puppeteers were awesome. I love them. I don't even hold against them that they felt this way because I agree with them. Like they're so cool. And they have a very hard job where they have to be like crouched underneath a stage and they all have like back and shoulder and arm problems for the rest of their lives have to get surgeries because of like six shows a day of their arm in the sky for an hour. Six, like it's a lot. Respect to puppeteers. Respect, like insane respect. It's hard. And I'm telling you, like, I tried to do the puppets and they're so heavy. It is very, very hard. So anyway, we had a green room. So there's like six to eight puppeteers and me. And um, I had my own little changing, tiny little changing area. And then we'd all hang out in the green room. And I am me and insane. And I would go in there and in between our six shows, I'd be like, what should we do? Should we play a game? Let's play this. Oh, I brought this game for us to do. Oh my! And I would be like... I just wanted, you know how I am. You You're hate it. You're a theater it. nerd. These were professional puppeteers. Well, and you will think about at night, it's midnight and I come in, I'm like, do you want to play Scrabble? Uh, you want to watch a show? And then I will tell you stories. And I like, and you're like, I'm sleeping. Like, leave me alone. Like, that's kind of how they felt. And so I could tell they were all really annoyed with me one day. And one of them kind of, I was like, is something going on? Like, everyone seemed really pissed at me. And my friend was like, they just think you're too much. Like, you're just too much. Well, that was like, nice that they told you honestly. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, you know, like, we just want to relax. Like, sometimes we just want to play our video games and not talk in between the shows. Like, we don't want to hang out and talk. And you always want to, like, play a game and laugh and make videos of and be a, a crazy did. person. And Let's we just want to chill. games, guys. It, like, on their break, well, on their, like, 10-minute break. Well, what's funny is, like, I was, like, in my head... I was like, I must be the most fun Casey of all the Casey's that are cast because like I hang out with these people and we're all friends. And in reality, they were like, she's the worst one when she's scheduled. We're like, oh, we don't get to rest today. So I was devastated by this information. And then I like tried really hard to like not talk to them or hang out because I was like, I don't want to bother them. I was so sad, but it was true. I mean, that is really annoying. Um, so yeah, that was, that's that story. Do you have another one? Do I have to guess which job it was? Uh, which job did I show up for my first day of work, mm-hmm. spend about 10 minutes there mm-hmm. before I walked out the back door Ugh, everyone. without saying any a word to anyone and got in my car and drove home and never spoke to them again? Every job, first of all, because you've already there's said- a, There's one other one besides this I one. I really but hope- But this was, I'm saying, first day. Mm-hmm. They're literally like, this is your first day for training. And within 10 minutes of that, I'll be like, I said, I have to use the bathroom and instead walked out a back door. 
It never came back. I would guess Hollister. Please say it's Hollister. It wasn't. No. Oh, dang it. Okay, what was it? Uh, it was that Italian restaurant. Oh, really? So like, I'm in like a shirt and tie, you know, the classic like white shirt tie, mm-hmm. black pants, and they'd given me an apron and they started like training me and showing me around and I was like, I can't. Oh my god! I can't work. I do this. I think it was in um, Westwood. Why did you not do it? Why did you, you just were like not interested? It just, I just, it wasn't like a fit. It was like this, this super fancy small Italian restaurant. Like I felt like the other workers there instantly like hated. I don't, I don't know. It just, it was like a, such a bad vibe as they were like training me. They like all had worked there together for years and were kind of like, I was like, oh, they're going to like haze me as they're training me kind of a feel. And so I was like, I'm going to use the bathroom. And I walked out the back door and took off the, the like the white apron and put it down on the ground and just walked to my car and drove oh home. Oh my gosh. Love and then like just didn't answer the phone for a couple of days and then oh my moved gosh. on with, with uh, my life. But I can tell you the way I quit that oh, one. You've just told me you ghosted. What? You just. Uh, the, 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 oh, the Hollister. Hollister. Yeah, you didn't ghost like, them? No, I did. Oh God. But like in the worst way possible because I, I, I honestly think that was. I don't know how it is now, but at the time, like that, the way that company was run was really kind of disgusting mm-hmm. and disturbing. And also, like, I can't think of a more awful place to have to spend working hours than in this loud, dark, smelly, sm- oh, smelly smell. Oh, smelly! I think it, there, it was like desperate times, desperate measures. Mm-hmm. So kind how did of you like quit? I needed the money, and they—I don't know. It. I. I just like. I hate I hated it. I secretly hated it and I overtly hated it, but like I just couldn't get them to fire me. I feel like I would get like not be not a good employee at all cuz I just hated it. And I hated mm-hmm. all the policies and everything. So just so just like I was like, "Come on, just fire me." You know what I mean? And they didn't. So I was like, "Well, I'm going to quit in a way that like hurts that oh, that no. this okay, is what did kind you do? of maybe this is bad. Maybe I maybe I should have done this to the, the people that work there cuz they were just all nice people, you know, I guess. Okay. Um, but like I was it was the day I worked the day before Black Friday and then I was mm-hmm. scheduled to be the, like the like one of the f- first people in on Black Friday, which is like a very, yes. like the, if it is the biggest shopping day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't show up. I just didn't show up. Never called. You never s- talked to them again. Love, you just built didn't answer up the this- phone anytime they called me after that. Like, just like, just like Black Friday, I'm not showing up. You just built up this story. You're like, you, you said you go to them. And I go, oh, you go to them just like all the other ones. And you're like, no, this one's crazy. And then you just explained in detail ghosting. Yeah, no, I, I told you that it was ghosting. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But <laughs> you built it up like it was going to be this crazy well, way of quitting. Anybody. I didn't kill anybody or burn it down. I, but I didn't show up on, <laughs> on Black Friday. And I was like the person like who had the keys to open it. You know what I mean? Like, And I just didn't, just never went. Oh, my gosh. Again. Holy. You're crazy. I can't believe that. Did you ever actually quit a job or did you only ghost? Did you ever put in a notice? Hmm. Yeah, with Urban Idicks. They were very they were very nice and they always gave me time off for like when okay. I was first so started. So one job of all the jobs you've listened. All the jobs you've listed, there's only one that you actually gave a notice. Yeah. Well, you know what's one thing we just can't quit? Brooklyn and Sheets. I'm not quitting those sheets. Not only can we not quit them, we got more. We just got our new Brooklyn and Sheets in it, and they're so glorious, you guys. So 
We love Brooklyn and Sheets. We had some and they were incredible that we literally just went and bought more. I wanted more. more. <laughs> we literally got more. They're so wonderful. Um, they're, I, we love them. So Brooklyn and was started by Rich and Vicky, who also tried to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. And when they couldn't, they founded Brooklyn Inn as the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury-level markups. Brooklyn Inn has a variety of sheets colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. Brooklinen has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. They are so confident you'll love their products. They even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. And Brooklinen is so much more than sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, and even loungewear and more. And uh, we really do love these sheets. They're, they're like, how Eric describes them, he says, they're so crisp. That's what you always say. They're, they're like crisp, crisp. Crisp and buttery. But that's, they're not stiff. They're like, I would say they're buttery. They're like so soft. Well, there's two different kinds you can get. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have more than that. But they're, yeah. there's like the luxe kind and the, cla- like the, ho- I like the classic hotel ones because they, yeah, they, it's, like like, your, it's like your bed in your house mm-hmm. and it feels like you're getting into a bed at like a fancy hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they're, Come on. They, they do feel very fancy. But what I like about them is Treat I, yourself. I sweat a lot at night. Um, you do. You run, I, you really, run I run very hot. I'm like a heater. And they. it feels like it's cooling. Like it's there. Somehow I'm warm in my covers, but I'm also like being cooled off at the same time. I'm so happy for you. I really enjoy them. So if you guys want to check it out, go to brooklinen.com and use promo code RELAX25 to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code RELAX25 to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com and use promo code RELAX25 at checkout. Go check it out. Uh, I have one more fun thing in store for us today when it comes... I'm having a blast. I don't know if anyone is interested in what we're talking about, but I'm loving learning that you love to ghost your jobs. Okay. We're going to find out which career you should have had. And maybe if you knew which career oh, you should have idea. had, okay. then you wouldn't have ghosted all of your jobs. You should have taken this quiz before. So and then I wasn't you could, doing what I'm doing maybe now. Maybe there's a job where you can drive around shirtless and you don't have to ghost. In the woods, perhaps? And you can make pretzels with your friends in the woods partying. You know, there might uh, be a job this, for you. Is this one of those million dollar ideas? So th- this is, um, there's a few questions here and they have a lot of like answers. I'm just going to find whatever one is closest. So I'm like your counselor here. I'm your like You're occupational my guidance counselor. Gui- guidance counselor. Did you have a guidance counselor? Probably. I don't remember. I never listened to them clearly. So sounds like some good guidance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, hi, welcome. I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Thanks. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, what would you spend, uh, your tax refund on? That's the first question uh, I have for my you. My <laughs> tax refund. What would I yeah. spend it on? Um, I don't know. Like a vacation, a charity, some technology. Well, now I feel like I have to say charity. No, you don't have to say charity. Can I say car? <laughs> you give to charity all the time. Yeah, you can say car. Okay. Next one. Um, pick a trilogy, like a movie trilogy. Oh, God. What are these questions? Come on. Just pick one. Uh, Which one comes to mind? The Godfather trilogy comes great. to mind. That's great. What would you bring on a desert island? What would I bring? What is this? You're gonna, just, this is how you're going to tell me what I should yeah, do for a living? This is how we do it. Uh, there's not Wi-Fi on the island, right? Um, a guitar. Mm, I a bring guitar. a guitar. Okay. Yeah. And like food and water and like wine. Okay. How big is the suitcase I can bring to this island? Oh, you, we got it. We're moving on. Okay. I got your answer. Who is your dream dinner guest? You. 
Oh, thank you. Um, pick a famous person. <laughs> a, fa- a famous person? Yeah. Dream dinner guest? Yeah. You should see these options. <laughs> Can I tell you the well, options? This is blowing my mind. These are like, I thought you were just going to be like, so do you like woodworking? And no. instead you're like. No, I think this is better. Okay, here's your, here's your options. Oh, okay. Give me options, please. Okay. Yeah. Steve Jobs, <laughs> Beyonce, the Dalai Lama, Oscar Wilde, Maya Rudolph, Stephen Hawking, Jane Goodall, Serena Williams, and Michelle Kwan. Which one? Who would you want to? Um, I honestly re- only remember two of the names you just said. I'm say I one don't of those. remember the first ones. Okay. Uh, Jane Goodall, she can tell me all the gorilla stories. Literally? Sounds like really cool. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. But I respect them all. I mean, I, I feel like I should say Beyonce. No, but no, like, no, no. I think that was a good answer. Uh-huh. What best describes you? Are you bold? Are you adventurous? Are you a badass? Are you passionate? What do you, how would you describe yourself? Uh, it's weird that I'm going to say critical thinker out of all these things. Hmm, I like that. Oh. Um, what city would you like to live in? I mean, Los Angeles, right? That's where you live. Uh, yeah, but like, I would also like to live in other cities. Well, I mean, a big, uh, the biggest cities where would, I feel like Los Angeles makes sense because it's you're an actor. Yeah, New York. You, know? you would rather live in New York than LA for like part of it. Okay, that's like two months. Yeah. Okay, that's. Okay, that's not, <laughs> that's vacation. Yeah, have that Pick a genre of like film, you know, documentary, foreign, comedy, drama. Documentary. Yeah, for sure. That's our jam. Mm-hmm. Pick a social network. This is the final one. Which, what's your social network of choice? LinkedIn. Lovey, come on. I don't know. Pick one of them. Just hit. You pick one. Okay, he chose Instagram. <laughs> what career should you actually have? Um. All right, so... After analyzing all the data. Yeah, after your very detailed and insightful questions. Yeah, um, I am very confident that the best career for you would be um, a surgeon. I thought you were going to say spaceman. No, surgeon. You're bold. Nothing really seems to scare you. You work hard and you play hard. You're smart, hardworking, and direct. You thrive under pressure and know how to get things done. Other occupations that might help you? A consultant or a lawyer? (laughs) What am I consulting? I don't know. Um, That test, uh, how do you feel? Are you excited to go become a surgeon? I feel like I could become a surgeon. Look at this hand. I would be the worst surgeon. It never shakes. Could you imagine me as a surgeon? Love, look at this hand. It never shakes. I see it. It never. Why are you being so weird? That's a line from a movie. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you were just being weird. What movie? The Departed. The depotted? What's the depotted? Like the depotting depotted. a depotting a pla- plant? It's the Departed. It's by it's a Scorsese movie um, with Jack Nicholson and Leonardo DiCaprio. It takes place in Boston, so they say depot. I'm saying depotted. Like and they that. talk about how their hands don't shake. Uh, Are they surgeons? Yeah, DiCaprio has a line where he's like, "See this hand it never shakes." He's talking to his therapist about how uh, nothing phases him because of what he's been through. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you make a good surgeon. So, because I've seen that movie, I've seen cut? that yep. movie. Anybody? Anyway, I could never do that. By the way, be a surgeon. I could never. Neither could I. How could anybody? How could you? Even if you wanted to do that, I'm curious about that. Them. How do you? Yes, but like, how do you get to? Like, someone does that. Someone gets up, gets in a car, and drives to a, a surgery place and a hospital washes their well i think they also do them in like private offices and whatever different okay, kinds of surgeries yeah. i wanted to say that because there's many kinds of yeah, surgeries okay, but yeah, thanks for making sense. fun of me in the middle of me <laughs> trying to get this thought out and no, <laughs> don't worry i was going but then they get there and they wash their hands thoroughly uh-huh. and then they cut into living oh, yeah. people it's crazy yeah that's wild that's a messed up person man 
No, that's an amazing <laughs> person. I'm so grateful for surgeons. Well, there you have it. We, I'm sure there are many stories I wanted to tell that I forgot and that you wanted to tell and you forgot, but that's our, um, Eric our occupation. MD. Yeah, I can see it. I could see you so. being a, a good surgeon and supporting me. Uh, leave a comment and let us know if you think Eric would be a good surgeon. <laughs> just to end, just to end this, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what mm-hmm. would you be doing as a job? A lot of things. I, you know, one thing I didn't mention is I also worked at um, princess parties, and I was a princess. So I would. That's another job I had. Was I was a, like I would be Belle and go to little girls' birthday parties uh-huh. and Jasmine which seems inappropriate and go to little girl's birthday parties. And um, so I did that job too. But anyway, if I was not doing YouTube. Your mind is a beautiful thing. (laughs) ADHD is a beautiful thing, isn't it? So I would, uh, I was applying to a cosmetology school right before Miranda went viral. But I think I would always be performing in some capacity because I was auditioning for anything and everything as far as theater and live shows. So no matter what, I would be doing that. Um, but I really wanted to go to culinary school. I wanted I to learn say, how to be yeah, a chef be a and I wanted to, um, go to cosmetology school, not because of makeup. I wanted to learn how to Look cut hair. Bangs. Okay. You we're not going to talk yourself. about that. I know how, what a disaster, but Is that, do you learn that at cosmetology school? I learned it on a YouTube video. I watched a YouTube video and well, I didn't do it right, but it's okay. But those are the things I was thinking about doing right before Miranda took off. And I think I would just be doing some creative fun thing. I can't do like an office job. I would not survive. What I'd would you be doing if you weren't an actor? An office job. You'd be a surgeon, love. Yeah, yeah, I'd be a surgeon. Yeah. Thank you all for listening so much. We're going to go out on another cover of our theme song. Thanks for everyone who is doing the theme song and thanks for listening and thanks I for watching and we'll see them, you yeah. next time. Bye. Bye. You can relax. The Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and in our homes, but now they have big microphones. So you can relax, that's the name of their podcast. You can relax, Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home, but now we have big microphones. So you can relax, that's the name of our podcast.